Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 Vaccine Show. And I'm excited to welcome Dr. Mark Hayden. Dr. Mark, what's going on? How are you? Doing fine and, and feeling pretty good. Um, uh, it is a, it's great to be alive. Another gift from God today to be alive. And so uh, we get to go over one interesting article showing that information is getting out and that there has been a change in the last year. Okay. Um, you know, I think about a week ago or two weeks ago on our last program, I went over that I wanted to uh, discuss a new patent with you. Didn't I, didn't I bring that out, Neil? Yes, you did. Uh, I've been contacted by, I've done multiple patents and had multiple patents awarded over 20, 30 years, or I don't, I don't anyway, I don't keep, keep track of all of them. Uh, but um, I will, there's a new thing I want to discuss with you, but I, I do want to do at least a pr provisional uh, patent uh, probably in the next week or so. And I'm going to try to send that off. Hopefully, I pray that I will be able to discuss that with you candidly within two weeks, three weeks. And I think you will find that very interesting. Hopefully, that'll we can have some simple solutions for you by the time we come up to Thanksgiving so that you can meet with your family with more confidence in Thanksgiving. And hopefully, I'll be able to share that information with you in the next couple of weeks. Okay? So now uh, we have... We're sharing our screen right now, aren't we? We are. Okay. And um, what we have here is dozens of top scientists with highest security clearances being fired from Los Alamos after vaccine mandate, right? You see that title? That's correct. Now, Neil, do you think that these top nuclear scientists are idiots? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you think they probably have a background in physics and math and- I'm sure. They're probably not dummies, are they? No. Now, let me ask you this, Neil. Are, do you think that these nuclear scientists are political butt kissers? I don't know. You, you know, I, I would doubt, you know, if you, if you actually met with these scientists, they probably have good verbal skills. Some of the ones that are kind of on the Asperger spectrum are going to be highly intellectual, but they may have little defects in social skills. Uh, but certainly they're not stupid. They're very intelligent. And there's a re logical reason why they don't are not refusing a vax mandate if they've already had the virus. You know, a year ago, Neil, you went on the Wynn Henderson show. You remember that doing the Wynn yes. Henderson show with me? And back about one year ago, I came on your show and we started talking with Wynn. You know, I really thank Wynn. He was very progressive at the time. He's intelligent. And he knew that uh, he's not being told the whole truth, nothing but the truth by uh, Fauci and CDC. Uh, but Wynn, God bless him, uh, on his show, we brought out the fact about a year ago that the, the intramuscular vaccines would not necessarily provide any protection at all. It would still be transmissible. And that is, has that turned out to be the case, Neil? Yes. Now, we were probably the first people, and that was the first talk show in the world to actually discuss that openly and so candid. So true. Um, but I have never claimed to be smarter than some of these nuclear scientists. 
And really, I would admire some of their work. Now, some of their work that's classified, they would not be able to discuss with us about us. And certainly any of these top nuclear scientists that get fired for refusing to take a vaccine after they've already had the natural infection, they would be welcome on our show. I will give you this caveat. If, if we get those type of nuclear scientists on here with very high security clearance who engaged in isotope separation, nuclear, other things, we'll have the FBI just harassing us on, on infin infinitely. So, but they're welcome. You know, we can't talk about any classified issues if they want to show up, but they are welcome to come on here and discuss. Now, who is more likely to discuss having a natural infection and still being required to be vaccinated is our many federal employees. Do you know a lot of federal employees, Neil? I do not. I happen to have family members. You know, I have said some real, I don't say negative things. I, I like the U.S. military. I like the people in the U.S. military. Does that come across, Neil? Yes, I know you do. Yeah, I mean, my dad was military. Most of my, a lot of my family members are military. My family and friends, they're, they're federal contractors. I don't got a problem with that. I even went to first grade on a U.S. military base. I don't hate the people in the U.S. military. I like them. I get along with them. They're my kind of people. Does that sound reasonable? Yes, it does. Okay, but just because you like the people that serve in the military doesn't mean that you agree with all the U.S. CDC policies. And we've seen a lot of people in the military still refusing to get vaccinated, especially if they've already had the natural infection, which is very reasonable. It is patently unreasonable to, to demand federal employees or members of the U.S. military to be vaccinated if they've already had an infection. That's very unreasonable. That's not fair. However, what do you do with injustice? Uh, Neil, let me ask you this. If you were a federal employee and you had a bunch of, and you had a job and a career, would you get a vaccine even though it threatened your health and you didn't need it after you had a natural infection? Would you get one? No. You wouldn't want to, however, this happened to one of my family members. And oh. I told him, I said, you know, he's got three kids. He's got a wife. He's got mortgages. He's got to pay his bills. What does he do? And, you know, he brought up, he works for a federal contract, defense contract. And he said, you know, what do I do? They want me to get a vaccine when I've already had a natural infection. I don't want it. The other people in my group, we're all thinking about quitting our job and going someplace. I don't want to see my family members need to quit their job just to avoid an unnecessary health risk of a vaccine that if they've already had the natural infection will do them no good. But I can't tell him what to do. And, and certainly I understand that if he was to get a vaccine, he got to do what's best for his family. And so I, I certainly understand that. And, and anybody who, there's arguments on both sides. Of it. So it's if you got to get a vaccine, I don't know what, what to tell you, except, well, I, I could tell you that, but I can't give you medical advice. You know, some people may take steroids when they get their unnecessary vaccine. 
And I didn't tell him to take steroids. Did Neil, did you hear me say to no. anybody that they no. should take steroids, right? That would be an off-label use of steroids, wouldn't it? Yes. And that has never been investigated or proven in double-blind studies. So there'd be no guarantee or there'd be no guarantee that that would protect them from side effects of an unnecessary vaccine, would it? Would it? it would not. That's right. But, you know, they could get some advice from their local medical doctor who's licensed in their state to give medical advice or in their country. And many of the people who watch our program are, are professionals. So we have an intellectual crowd and a smart crowd who watch our show. And many of them come in from around the world to watch our program. And I appreciate them tuning in. If you have family members that are forced to take a vaccine that is unnecessary, the only thing I can do is tell them to, to contact their local medical professional and get expert advice on what all their options are, whether it's steroids or not steroids, whatever. They need consultation from their community physician who's licensed in their jurisdiction. And that's, that is my official statement. And it's gonna be hard to, uh, that, but that's, that's threading the needle. And I can't really say more than that. Smart people may think about that. But I certainly, I will say this. If somebody was to come from the North Pole who's 70 years old or 60 years old or 50 years old, I would certainly consider them getting a vaccine if they've, actually the ideal thing to do was for them to have oral inoculation. But that's not gonna ever happen for the vast majority of those people because they don't run a COVID clinic and have access to live community COVID. So the things that I did with live COVID are just out of the range of, out of the resources of, of most of the people who listen to this show. And I'm sorry for that. Um, I wish you had more opportunities. I wish you had more, I wish you had community acquired virus available to you to take as oral inoculation instead of just intramuscular vaccines, but that's not the case. Any rate, I, here's what I think, Neil. We came out on this show a year ago. And what we brought forth was that natural infections to the GI right. tract were not only safe, but they were effective. More effective right. than any of the IM vaccines. Yes. Are they more effective than the IM vaccines, Neil? Well, yeah. there's not the, the, you is mean, a natural I, is yeah, a natural, natural infection. Is, yes, yeah. yes, it is. And what we, what's the other thing that you have learned is, as you've learned that populations that didn't get vaccinated did not have super high death rates, and the reason for those populations not having higher death rates, really their death rates were a lot of times one tenth of what was expected, was because they already had exposure in prior waves. So much of the arguments and, and, and information I submitted on COVID being at least partially on COVID mortality rates being suppressed by eating COVID on your food accidentally. Oh, it's, I stand behind that 100%. Okay. Yeah. COVID on your food is totally safe. Now, 
remember we brought up Neil Haley last year. We brought up that sleep apnea was a risk factor for COVID. Yes. We were the first people in the world to do that, weren't we not? Yes, you did. You were. Yeah. Now, Neil, did that make you wealthy because you brought it up on your show? Wealthy, no, but it was good information we brought out. That's right. The things that you do in life, you should do because they're the right thing to do, whether you get paid for it or not. Do you think that, Neil? Exactly. So true. So what what, what did we learn from this uh, dozens of top nuclear scientists with high security were being fired? What happened with that? Guess what? You know, the blowback. You know, I told you last year, Neil, eventually the truth gets out. It doesn't get out all at one time. You know, we were probably considered whack jobs. And, you know, uh, I was considered a whack job, uh, a nut. I was unbelievable some of the things I said last year. But it turned out that almost everything I said was true. That's right. That's right. Now, am I, I'm going to make this other prediction today. And I've actually made it, I think, a, a few more times on the show. I don't think you're going to see messenger RNA. I don't think you're going to see Moderna or Pfizer this time next year. I think Moderna and Pfizer and the IM vaccines are largely going to be doomed and be eliminated and obsolete within a year, within 12 to 18 months. Okay. I think that you're seeing a lockdown in Russia, not because they don't have access to vaccines, but because the vaccines really don't work. That's right. So we're going to come out with a, some other solutions besides vaccines. And we're hopefully do that on, on, if God wills, God willing, in about two weeks or three All weeks. Right. All right, two weeks. We're going to come out with that on our other show. Oh, that's fantastic that we're going to find. Yeah. And so we'll come out with a new, a new type of invention, a new type of methodology so that you can reduce your viral inhaled load and reduce toxicity and have cleaner air. How's that sound? That sounds great. I mean, that's a fantastic. So so we got, we got a plan even without a vaccine to offer something to benefit the public. Does that sound good? That's that's fantastic. Exciting times for sure. Okay. All right. So, you know, here we are, we're at nine 27. Neil, you got to get you some rest, man. Is that coffee you're drinking? That's coffee, but they can't see me drinking the coffee, Mark. If I don't, it's talk. okay. It's it's okay if they can see you drink. Man, you gotta you rest and you feel good. I, don't I got a good sleep. I got I got I got my eight hours. You I did? got my good. eight hours. Yeah, good. yeah. I'm. And fine. You know, if you have family members that are facing loss of their job because they won't get an unnecessary vaccine, right? You pray for them. Yes. And understand that if they do choose, that's okay. And if they don't choose, understand their reasons and understand that people that are very smart, even a top nuclear scientist, groups of them, they want, hey, they can get fired because they don't want to go along. You know, to a large degree, we can't necessarily change. I I don't claim to change my fate. Right. But I want to, each one of us needs to live each day to the max and try to do something good every day and every day that God has given us. So, you know, we'll close out this show with the simple thing that my days are numbered. My days are limited. I don't want anyone on this show, anyone to pray. I live a day longer. 
pray that I do the right thing with the days I have and pray that, that I do, I live right and make the right decisions. And I don't want to live in fear of death. I know I will die on my appointed day. And I need to be kind and gentle to people. And I'll be honest with you, Neil, I'm not the kindest person. I probably should be kinder to a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. And I should be kinder. I should be more polite. A lot of people don't realize how I don't have a lot of patience with people and that there's, I have a lot of shortcomings, but Neil, I thank you for your time. And I thank your audience for listening today. I want them to know that that message does get out and I want them to continue to study, not just what I do, but what other people do in this field. I don't want them to be a mindless idiot that just listens to whatever the CDC says. I want them to learn on their own. And if you're a medical professional, if you're an intellectual, or if you're a nuclear scientist at Los Alamos, I praise you. I'm proud of you for using the brain that God gave you to figure out and analyze stuff on your own. God gave you a mind. And if you're a a nuclear top nuclear scientist at Los Alamos, I salute you. And I salute you even if you got an unnecessary vax because you need to feed your family. That's okay, too. All right. Y'all have a great day. And and thank you all for meeting today. Uh, so we have a, when are you announcing that? Two weeks then, right? I'm going to try, I'll have it, try to have it together by two weeks. I have, I, I don't want to bore your audience with all the, the classic details of my life, but yes. All right. Uh, yes. Perfect. Again, check out the COVID-19 vaccine show. Catch up with all of them because Mark has been right about everything. And we'll talk next week. Take care, Mark. Sounds great. You have a great day now. Thank you. you. That was the COVID-19 vaccine show, guys. Take care.